0: Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Petrono.
1: Just coming up on 12 minutes after 8 on this Thursday morning, Wisconsin's Morning News. And we're going to spend the whole hour... Sifting through the governor's budget proposal and extracting each specific thing. No, we're not. How about gonna... that? <laughs> we're going to poke it tonight. Fix the damn roads. No, we're not going to do that. I will. I will say this about the governor's budget address last night, in which I admit to you all I fell asleep. Now, granted, I can fall asleep almost any time after seven o'clock. We've seen it <laughs> doing anything. I can be watching a Bucks game that I want to be watching. Yeah. So, don't read into that. But it. It's not the sexiest of deliveries with the governor, right? And it's not, it's it's wonky stuff, right? So I would I would shame no one for not watching it, but we covered it a little bit on the news this morning. A couple of takeaways. First of all, one of the reasons I don't want to spend a ton of time on it today is because this ain't going to happen. Virtually, I mean, this is a dead on arrival budget proposal from the governor, and I'm not blaming either side for that right now. Just... The governor is a Democrat. He's going to he put together all of this stuff. I feel like he could have saved himself and his staff a lot of time by just not even bothering since already you have Republicans basically saying, "Now we're going to start from the ground up on this. they said that even before the address. Thanks for sending (laughs) it over. Here's uh, Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahue. Once again, the Republican led legislature will have to be the adults in the room and build a budget from the base up. In other words, they're going to light this on fire and start from scratch. Assembly Speaker Robin Voss. In some ways, I felt like I was watching Oprah Winfrey. A billion for you, a billion for you, a billion for you. Uh, when you <laughs> add up line. the entire budget spending, I think it would be the largest increase in spending in the history of the state of wisconsin so maybe you think the republicans are wrong maybe you think the governor is wrong regardless this is the process that we're at they're not going to take his framework and tweak here and change there, add to subtract they're just going to say this is a non-starter the whole damn thing and we're starting over so that's the state of affairs in wisconsin right now and there you go I did think, uh, I just want to bring in one other thing, because it was, it was a lighter moment, and the governor, as I've said, and anyone who's watched him, and he would probably very likely admit he is not the most gifted public speaker. Boring wins. <laughs> well, it did this time, right? But he had a fun moment at the top. He had really a lighter moment in his State of the State address a few weeks ago, where it was a bit of like a, a stumble and a mistake. He was trying to tell this story about how his wife bought the wedding dress. I can't remember if it was in Fond du Lac or somewhere there. Plymouth, yeah, area, right. They're Plymouth. from there, and they yeah. had gone. I think his wife had gone to Fond du Lac, and he was trying yeah, to illustrate right. yep. small businesses and yada yada yada. And he said he, she bought her first wedding dress there, and then he caught himself. Was like, wait, the only it was her only wedding dress, and and the chamber laughed and things like that. Well, he he led with that story in a way last night
0: after accidentally suggesting when I was here last time that she's been married twice. <laughs> I'm happy to report that Kathy and I are still married, and she's up in the galley tonight, gallery tonight. Kathy, I'm glad it was just one wedding, and I'm still glad that it was with me. I love you so much, Kathy. Thank you.
1: All right, so high marks on comedy for that one. Nice, good story there. And that's my takeaway from the governor's budget address. <laughs>
0: that's that's all you got. We so, fix the damn
1: roads. And he did fix. He, he I feel like he almost said it. There was another point in the speech where I th- I thought he was going to say it again. I'm telling you, it's just for you now. One of the great lines. Oh, I fix the damn roads. What else you want me to do here? Eight fifteen here on Wisconsin's Morning News. So what we're really going to talk about today? We got a full hour as we go through till nine o'clock. I wanted to talk about your reaction and mine, Eric, to what is happening today. My kid, I picked up my youngest at school. She had an after school thing. So it was about four o'clock. She gets in the car and the first thing she says is she's burnt because she's got this test coming up and a quiz and whatever. She, and she ends that with, but they're saying we're not going to have school tomorrow. And I'm like, bah. <laughs> what? Bah. Come on. I, I go, You're having school tomorrow. No, they, they said I'm, Who's they even? Well, like other kids, like some teachers even said, no, they did not. Like, no, you're having school tomorrow. We're only getting four to six. What's it say this morning? Five to five to eight. Eight's on the highs. Six to eight, yeah, sorry. Isolated amounts could be higher. But I said it's not starting until after nine o'clock. So first of all, you're getting to school fine. Getting, you know, getting home from school, particularly for those communities that have a lot of busing, that can be a challenge. Challenge for parents, understood. But I'm like, absolutely not, you're having school. I got the same thing. A buddy of mine called because as you know, we're
0: going going up north. Later on today to do some ice fishing for the weekend. And he goes, hey, what are you hearing about schools maybe being closed tomorrow? And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> right? I'm like, like, you guys are I crazy. I haven't heard a thing about that. I'm like, I didn't realize we're even close to that. So he's talking about it. I'm like, oh, no. I'm like, don't nah. start till late. Nothing like that. And like, I, I kid you not, 10 minutes later, <laughs> my, phone, my phone buzzes. <laughs> and there it is. So there it is. saying, hey, No school tomorrow. But we have virtual. The high schoolers have the virtuals. So.
1: So I wonder if that's it. And it was the same thing in my house. I think it was maybe an hour later. I got the same, you know, kids are text. No school. Other kid, what? You know, in the family text. Where we're <laughs> oh, yeah, what? Oh, yeah. yeah, no school. How do you know? Bing, 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 bing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going back and forth. So I check. And yeah, sure enough, there was an email from school that were going to call it off. A couple of things there. First of all, I think a lot of folks are surprised at the early call. I don't recall
0: one being that early before. It's probably happened, but, I mean, 3 o'clock in the afternoon.
1: Pull and that's the newer. Shoot. When we were kids, they never called it this early. It was the morning of, and you're sitting there by the TV. You're listening in the radio, waiting for them to say your school's name. you yeah. know. And Wauwatosa Public. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! No school. Gene Miller just said my name. <laughs> no, yeah, my school. So good. Yeah. So I, I feel like that's newer. I don't know if it's a matter of the data that they feel a little bit more confident in the forecasting ability. I also think, as almost every family probably, or at least the majority are two working parents, some of the greatest stresses in my life, in my family life, in my marriage, in my relationship with my kids and all of that came on those days where, what are we going to do with the kids? Right. They close yeah, school. Absolutely, It's 6 a.m., and my wife now she was teaching at the time she you know Tosa didn't close and she was going to teach but Greendale did close yeah, or whatever what do you do What do you do And I'm already at work I'm no help I'll, I can't help you You're at the desk <laughs> doing snow cover <laughs> yeah, Exactly my phone's <laughs> like what do you want from me I'm here And and it was it was hard it was hard for her it's hard for that parent who's the last one out the door and right. then that falls on I'm sure for Ange it's similar mm-hmm. Yep similar with your issues, kids yeah so sick kid or, or whatever. So I, I do appreciate, I find myself appreciating as a parent, the early call, at least I can plan so and wh- line up grandma or grandpa or what, whatever. Why then
0: is our initial response always, oh,
1: oh, come on, what do we, call off school for the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm bugged by it. And I don't know why, because I think ultimately it's probably the right thing. I'll tell you this too, my kids are, you know, in a lot of, We talk a lot about mental health for kids, and they were starting to get into the part of the year where they're on the hamster wheel with activities and Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. So provided they don't just dork around all day and actually use... This time to their advantage to get a little caught up, it probably will be good for them. And your school in mind, they're doing the virtual. Yep, for the high school, yeah. The rest are out. I think virtual learning, as we saw during COVID as a long term solution to education, is disastrous for most students. But here and there, to supplement a day where you don't lose a full day of school can work. I keep going back to the fact that, like, if you think about it, because, you know, I've come
0: around on this and I think you have too. Um, I keep thinking, okay, all it takes is one bus driver to get stuck or slide someplace, and then you got an issue with a bus full of kids at 3.30 in the afternoon. You got two bus drivers who can't get to the buses anyway because of travel issues, and then you got a whole other bag of worms because we're already short-staffed when it comes to who's driving buses. We're already short-staffed on who's all able to do the plowing. So the school yeah. is... You know, I, I get the impression the district's like, you know what? We're going to avoid that Fine. hassle. We have the day to give. We're giving them plenty of notice, and that's where this comes from.
1: On the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line eight five five six one six one six twenty. 616 someone suggest I didn't know this. I suppose we could look it up. Bus Driver Appreciation Week is this week. I know we always have that. Is that area, right? As we should. Hail to the bus driver. Right. So uh, this person's suggesting, gift to those hearty souls Appreciation <laughs> Week. You don't have to be out in it. Uh... Peter from River West says, we're lucky to get that information before we left for school. There was twice (laughs) when I was at school before we got the notification from teachers as we were walking in. Everybody go home. Pete, what are you doing here? That's no good.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Uh, Here's one from the 414. This goes to what we were talking about. School systems are allotted a certain amount of days. Correct. There have been zero days used this year, therefore a reason to call it early. So, yeah, makes sense. I mean, that's the whole point of having the allotted days And if you're going to call it anyway or if there's that possibility of calling it, why not do it early and give parents who have the young kids a chance
1: to figure out what they're going to do? Figure out what you're going to do and save them the stress on the way home. I admit probably after total analysis, I agree, but I'm also in that club that's like bugged. Yeah. Why is know, it because do you. we want life to be as hard for our kids as it was for us? We <laughs> don't, right? Isn't the whole goal of parenthood like look, I want I want my kids to be a little bit better off than I was. I know my parents look at, you know, how they raised us and thought like if if our kids are a little bit better off than we were, great. And and the same for my kids. So like why why do I always want life to be harder for them? I, well, I think
0: there is this perception that somehow they get off easier
1: yes, because of this one life. day. Well, we, had to,
0: knew. we had to bundle up when our sub zero wind chills. And we you know. went to school when we got eight inches of snow. Did is that know? what it is? Did we though? We were just talking about watching TV and listening to the radio for those closures.
1: I feel like it had to be north of eight inches for for school to get called off. I feel like it had to be north of that. Like you you got a foot of snow, there was no school. Okay, but you know, six, eight inches, meh, figure it out. 822 on Wisconsin's Morning News. 825 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Dr. Knapp is taking some in Greendale. Two texts on him. Greendale's not a big community. Both of them saying Dr. Knapp never closed school (laughs) back in the day. Uh, This from Lou in West Dallas up in Greendale's 70s and 80s. We had our own bus fleet, thus we never closed. We'd listen to the radio and swear right. every school in a 60-mile radius of Broad Street, which is right down the center of Greendale, would be closed. But Greendale open, Thanks, Superintendent Dr. <laughs> Knapp. <laughs> Dr. Knapp taking it this morning. Deservedly so. This from Kate in Elm Grove. Uh, she grew up in Tosa saying, yeah, we never canceled because it's not a busing district. And vouch for that. 80% of the kids walk to school you know, oh, 20% get right, a ride. Right. It's yeah, not like widespread bussing. So just maybe twice a year for cold, but very rarely for snow. That's legit. Okay. All right. Well,
0: it is what it is today. Even if we get three inches, which some of the models say three to five,
1: four to six, we
0: could get three inches in
1: some spots. Where did we oh, leave things okay. on the Bucks 12 in a row? What else, Did we get any additional free stuff? So
0: the suggestion was... What should we get for free if they win 12 in a row, right? Bucks could and that make we that, that happen and tonight in we should in get Chicago. something. So yes. then you pose that question out there. Because had- I
1: believe now we are entitled to free stuff if one of our <laughs> local sports teams wins 12 in a row. So uh, the one that we know for sure <laughs> <Entitled>. is
0: <laughs> we have one for sure. Sherpers, uh, which is an outdoor um, sporting goods, outdoor yes. wear, they got everything, anything outdoor that you Kayaks want. And Kayaks and tents. Kayaks, all that stuff. Socks, warm mittens, sow, wool anything socks. like that. Nathan, the president there, I talked to him yesterday, and he says they are going to offer at their three locations, Hales, Corners, Oconomowoc, or Port Washington, he said they will offer a $12 gift card on Saturday. So on Saturday, if you go there, you get this $12 gift card. Nice. And you can either use it to buy one thing or use it as you buy something larger, but you have to use it on Saturday. In case you're wondering whether George
1: Webb is going to offer free hamburgers, <laughs> uh, they're not. They're out. <laughs> Somebody posted on Twitter, "Hey, you know, like George Webb. What about if the Bucks win 12?" And they responded, "While we love the Milwaukee Bucks, the 12 game winning streak prediction only applies to the Brewers. Right. So, no, thank you. We're out on that." I did get a note from friend of the program, uh, Jason Dannenberg. Yes, his place up in Port Washington. He actually said they're right across from the Sherpers. There, there you go. And it's called. Port's Cozy Corner. So he says, if the Bucks make it 12 in a row, we will offer 12% off your total purchase. Just mention you heard it on 620 yes. WTMJ. all right. Tell them Vinny sent Tell you. Tell them Vinny sent you. So that's Port's Cozy Corner, right across from Sherpers in Excellent. Port Washington, and that would be Saturday, Jason said. Port Washington, making it happen. Port Washington, stepping up following our request. We're going to you. Because <laughs> we're entitled. I did put it out on the... Old National Bank talking text line. What should we be getting for free if the Bucks win? Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. got uh, Jeff offered twelve cheese curds from Culvers. That'd be a good idea. Now, they're not offering that. That was just no, a suggestion. That's what he's saying. <laughs> that's These not, are suggestions. It's not
0: actually happening. Uh, a couple of folks wanted a dozen eggs. I that I think that's a great one. 12 go for to the 12. local grocery. For twenty dollar value. There you go. There <laughs> you
1: go, Bucks fan. Enjoy. Twelve crawler bites from Sendix. I like that too. Twelve cents off a of gas. Okay. One person asked for twelve gallons of gas. Even that's better. Not, that's not happening. <laughs> and a twelve pack of Miller Lite. Man, I, these are all perfect. Bullseye! <laughs> all good suggestions. And well, are they going to win the night? They're playing Chicago in Chicago. The Bulls are horrible. Would that be the one to break? Right? Would that be the one to break the streak? the sucky bulls (laughs) last one before the break 829 in Wisconsin's morning news no school for most students across southeast Wisconsin today I must be at like the parent email chain is blowing up from how the virtual day is working for my kids want to know what they're doing Mrs. Tarnowski's geometry today watching a video no uh let me see they're supposed to work on lessons from 7.6 in chapter 7 on trapezoids and kites or quadrilaterals and uh, she's also available on a google classroom for individual time and things like that today Mrs. that's Mrs. Tarnowski's geometry class there in Greendale I've yet to text
0: my son to see
1: what they're working on today. (laughs) not much yet feel That's the hardest I laughed in a while, and I don't even know why. It wasn't that funny, but it just caught me right. Do you, oh, our Sturgeon The story? Sturgeon guy. Who is he looking for again? Oh, He's Sean. For Sean Wynn. Like,
0: <laughs> so That's so funny. <laughs> well, it's funny is that I, I know you well enough to know as soon as I saw the story, I knew that you'd appreciate <laughs> gonna it. going to get me going? Yes. So there's a great story uh, that NBC26 did um it's sturgeon spearing time they're out of green bay that's the NBC mm-hmm. station yep. in green bay yep. so it's sturgeon spearing time and there's always a great story about someone hauling out a big old sturgeon out of lake winnebago or the lake that's winnebago where they go lake winnebago
1: can you can you spear on on lake Poygan?
0: you're asking the wrong in person any of those I would that assume, are connected i, I think would you assume can, yes but winnebago is the big not, one yeah right so final act
1: oshkosh or mm-hmm. along lake winnebago right.
0: other communities so, uh, pretty cool that this one sturgeon spearer, 75 years old, his name, Jim Gishkowski, which already, I, I like it. So, Gish, Gish, Gishkowski. Gishkowski spears himself a he's 175 what, years, old 75 years old, spears himself a 177-pound oh. sturgeon. 177 pounds. I mean, that's enormous. So, as soon as he spears it, he saw it on the camera, as he said, spears it, he's like, Oh, <laughs> I got something yeah. here. And here's what he told NBC26. And I thought, I'll see how big he is. So I tried to lift him up, and it was heavy. I lifted him up, and I see how big he was, and my God. So I got on the phone, and I called Sean Went, and I said, Sean, I need some help. <laughs> <laughs> and that made you laugh.
1: Why? no. <laughs> And I knew it would, but you got to re- explain why you're laughing. <laughs> the real story is actually less funny. And I should have known this because Wentz, I can't remember the exact name of the place. I think it's just called Wentz, W-E-N-D-T. Wentz on the Lake? Yeah, Wentz on the Lake. Yeah. Right? It's a place, mm-hmm. and DNR has a a way station there. Yes. I think I might have gone there. When I worked at, in TV in Green Bay, we would cover Sturgeon Spearing uh, all the time, would, and I worked yeah, weekends, right? so... Of course, I was out there on the lake with these guys. Never done it myself, but right. So I must, I feel like I probably went to Wentz at one point or another to see all of those dinosaurs with, hanging there from a chain. The big <laughs> That's catch. essentially what it is. Right. So I should have known that, but I, I preferred my version of this guy just called Sean Went. Just called some some buddy of that's, his, so I fa- got on the phone and I call Sean Went. <laughs> I say, hey, Sean, you got to get over here, <laughs> Christ! I got a big one here. <laughs> you better. And then I imagine that Sean Went is just the guy that you call for everything, anything. Yeah, I'm snowed in here. I bet Sean Went. He got a plow on his on his Chevy. He can come here and plow me out. I to call Sean Went. My shanty's starting to sink into the water a little bit. They're call Sean Went for a tow. He can help you out over My here. My broadband a little slow. Today. <laughs> call Sean Went. He's going to reboot that. <laughs> so I, I like my version sure. that I had in my brain. My brain works like Brian Fellow. Remember that old <laughs> skit? <laughs> the actual conversation is going on and my brain shifts off to this place where a little cartoon plays next to my head. And that's what I was seeing. Sean went just right? some some Swiss army knife of a man up there in the Fox Valley. So we've been trying to get a hold of him. we We tried,
0: him, uh, we've tried several numbers to get a hold of Mr. Went, just to see what he does on a day-to-day. We even called Wentz on the Lake, and he, he's not associated <laughs> anymore over there. So we're trying to find the guy, but I'm sure he's... What, Wentz he's probably, on the
1: Lake is Wentz in name only? <laughs> yeah, he's likely busy. So
0: I got on the phone, and I called Sean Went, <laughs> and I said, Sean, I need some help. I
1: need some help. Because that's the guy you call. You call Sean Went there. So, by the way, if you're interested, so the fish— Had some branches down. I, I ain't got a chainsaw. I call Sean Went. The fish was— John, Johnny, <laughs> I got some branches down here in the yard. Fish Jim was, here. No
0: wonder he has so many different numbers we can't get through. He's been called so
1: often. <laughs> he keeps changing got, his numbers. He keeps changing his phone. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this Chamo calling me now? He doesn't even know Gyskowski. Uh, <laughs> he doesn't Pancake even know is, him. Pancake is called four for <laughs> numbers. Hello? Yeah, this Sean Wendt. <laughs> Listen, I just hit a deer here on, on Highway 10. <laughs> you didn't want to get on this carcass. I told here. you're the guy to call. So the Why'd fish. I the police, man. Urgent. I did call Sean Went. The you're carcass not, is here on the side of the road. My car's all banged up. I'm going to need a tow. You're not going to let
0: me finish. You, 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 <laughs> like let the me cartoon finish. is playing
1: in my head.
0: <laughs> the fish was nearly oh, 80 yeah, inches fish. long. Nearly 80 inches long. Has
1: to be a record. 177
0: <laughs> pounds, not even close. Oh! Not even close. This was the seventh largest sturgeon caught in the Lake Winnebago system.
1: Seventh Calbee largest. Was the biggest? Oh, you want to know it, Yeah. Huh? The largest like, man, I should just call Sean went for that listen he, he Sean probably pulled that thing out' <laughs> we're, we're here at the bar a couple of us are having a conversation Eric <laughs> thinks the biggest sturgeon ever pulled out was less than 200 pounds I knew you would know I called Sean went <laughs> Sean so anyway he told us that, <laughs> that it was 212 pounds oh
0: 212 pounds was the largest ever 84 inches
1: long. Oh, divided by twelve, what six feet? More than that, Sixty Yes, more than six feet, seven feet. That's like pulling a bot, like a a person,
0: a yes. big person out of the yes. lake. Yes, a man got pulled out in twenty ten. <laughs> Largest one ever. Oh wearing a 2 sturgeon 12? costume.
1: <laughs> you know some kind of cosplay thing. They, they <laughs> no, no, it wasn't even <laughs> It was some guy dressed co- like a sturgeon. <laughs> the whiskers and everything. <laughs> it was some anime convention in Oscash. It turned out it was Sean Wendt. 843 on Wisconsin's morning news. If I was Sean Went, I wouldn't take your call either. <laughs> if he answers once, he'll be calling all the time. <laughs> that on the old National uh, Bank talking text line. Go-to guys, I our go-to I just like the idea of this guy being this, the Swiss Army knife of the Fox Valley. You call right. him for... But can't be for anything normal. It has to be, like, weird. Like, like pulling you know,
0: a tree stump out? Is that you know, weird or no?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Or, like, you got a, got a raccoon stuck in the... In your in your swimming pool, yeah. That's <laughs> <And he's in laughs> the, the one one. That has to deal. Yeah, Craig, you better call Sean Went on that one. All right, uh, all right. Enough of that. <laughs> I don't know if I can continue. I love Sean Went and Jim Giskowski. Well, and congratulations, by the way. That's, that's you've been spear-fishing <laughs> right. a long time. You finally seventy-five out years that old. Beast. He finally pulled that dinosaur out yeah. of the lake. Good for you. Well done. I wanted to, again, because I'm still not through everything I wanted to tell you about Star Wars. Okay, because you were down in Florida. At Disney. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go. Gets you going a little bit, doesn't it? It does. Yes, gives you all the feels. I'm going to tell you, you, and if you are a fan of Star Wars, you have to go see this. You have to go to Galaxy's Edge. You have to. So that's basically, it's part of, um, is that part of Disney World? Yes. So it's at Hollywood Studios. So, you know, like, all right, let's go back to, everybody knows Magic Kingdom, right? Yes. And in Magic Kingdom, you have, like, Adventureland, and you have Tomorrowland. Yes. And, yes. You have what, and some so, of
0: them are dated. and kinda, Yes, right. Eh.
1: So this is its own land within Hollywood Studios.
0: So I've been in the, I, I went to one years ago in Disneyland, and I, it was an okay ride. It was like you kind of sat in a little box and shook around and yeah. all that.
1: No, that's completely different.
0: That's different? This
1: is completely different. So that was the first thing they did when Disney took over Star Wars and they created that, uh, I think, what is that called? Star Tours? Death? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is, at, at the time, was awesome. We were there with the kids ten years ago, maybe. And that was the first thing they had. But okay. there was this discussion of, no, we're going to build a whole land. It's going to be Galaxy's Edge and it's going to be all Star Wars. I Listen, I know Disney is not inexpensive. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Thank you. And not everybody, you know, you may or may not have the means to you know, do that as frequently as some families. I'm telling you, if you have to save for it, if you have to put away for it, if you have to not, like, it is worth it if you like Star Wars. You have to go. So it's a whole world, okay. So. For starters, the land, Deb, Galaxy's Edge, is, it's like you're in Star Wars Extremely everywhere you want. Extremely immersive. It's a planet, (laughs) though, that doesn't exist in the films. Of course, the canon is what people get all bent out of shape about. Yeah. yeah. So it exists in the canon, if you will. It's called Batu. Okay, just some random planet. Yeah, right. And... It looks like a lot of Star Wars planets, so like you have all the feels of Mos Eisley or okay. the market squares on some of the other planets, sure. like Jakku and some of the others. I know exactly what you're talking so about. So it has those feels, even though yeah. it's not an actual place in any of the movies. But when you walk around there, you feel like you're in the film.
0: And I assume there are characters everywhere. You texted me a, a video
1: of <laughs> you like, taking a picture with Chewie. Yeah, that was a character meet. We actually stood yeah. in line for that. <laughs> 15 minutes to meet Chewie. Isn't he warm and fluffy? He was so nice. And he, my wife had a fanny pack, you know, like the fanny is back in, did you know? The fanny pack that you now wear around your shoulders. So he has his, you know, his little chain that he wears across and then also has a bag attached Mm -hmm. to it. And when she went up to him, he showed her his bag like, oh, you have a bag like me. He was so nice. Well,
0: the funny thing (laughs) is you sent me a video of Chewie having a long conversation like forty seconds worth of a conversation with a woman holding a baby, about the Millennium Falcon. He's out there, like pointing that stuff, and she's asking him questions and things. And he's you know, This is where
1: her. I like moved the vent over because it wasn't working well. That's basically what he was saying.
0: Power converters.
1: Because there's a full scale Millennium Falcon there. So it looks like the Falcon is just parked there at this base, right? This the stopover it, it, in Batu. It is parked there. Yes, exactly. It's got the it's got the hoses hooked up to it. All this, I mean, it's it's the Falcon. Cool, cool. It's there, and yeah, Chewie's walking around. Ray is walking around, just talking to people. Part part of the time they're interacting with each other, like pointing out things, like yeah, we should probably fix this. We should mm-hmm, get on that. Mm-hmm. And they're just talking to people, like it's just normal that they're there. Kylo Ren made a walkthrough. He's talking to people. Saw some kid wearing like a Darth Vader shirt. He said, "Your allegiance is noted." <laughs> <laughs> he
0: has a stormtrooper escort. All right. Well, how are the rides? Any any good ones? Where
1: you said it's better than the ten year old one from that you went to. It's a better decade than ago? That. <laughs> Even that was awesome. But what's the bit? Was Rise of the Resistance, Deb? Is that the big one? Oh, she's probably actually might doing be traffic. That's the name of it. That's the big one. Where it's not a ride. It's a ten minute like experience. You walk from place to place. You're in different spots. You, you walk. Yeah. So you get on. The first thing is you are part of the Rebel Alliance. You're joining the. You're joining the rebels. Okay. Okay. The resistance, and they load you up onto this transport, and now you're you're spaceborn. Some sort of Admiral Akbar guy is up there, but that's not his name. He's like that same kind of creature okay. though, and he's yeah. in there. Oh, we have to get to these people to the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. So, it's a so you're out in space and then you get attacked and then you get sucked into the tractor beam of a star cruiser and so you're in there and that feels like it's happening and you bounce around a little bit but then the door opens and they say like every, prepare to be boarded. The door opens and you're in the star cruiser. <laughs> so you actually get out of the ride? You walk out and there's a whole battalion of stormtroopers. They're standing there. Some of them are actual people walking around. Yeah. Disney, you know, Cast members dressed like first order, (laughs) calling people rebel scum and moving it along. Let's go. Like Mm -hmm. you're you're under arrest. You're being taken. And you're in the bridge, like you can see space. There's that open part where where ships fly in and out. Yeah, that's where you yeah, you walk in and you see all the stormtroopers lined up. And it's space out there, and (laughs) stuff is flying around. TIE fighters are doing their walk around. My body on a couple occasions, like involuntarily (laughs) shuddered. Just like, oh. He had a moment. <laughs> right? And I'm embarrassed to admit that. I'm a grown man, wow. 48 years old, in a f- fake place. Awesome. This isn't They weird. really spared no expense, honestly. Oh, that's awesome. Oh. That's fantastic. So it's
0: that good for you, then it's got to be great for a kid. Can you imagine a kid walking through there? The Millennium Falcon
1: ride. Talk about, again, Deb, like you said, detailed. This is what oh, Disney yeah. does so well. When you walk through the Falcon the noise that your mm-hmm. feet make when they touch the panels—it's exactly what the movie it sounds, sounds like. like in the movie. Nice, <laughs> oh. Clink, oh, tink, tink. yeah, clink, 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 because it's hollow under there. Because that's where you hide the stuff that you're smuggling. Yes. Yep, it sounds like you're in the movie. Yep, it's ridiculous. Hey, do that uh, Tie Fighter sound again. <laughs> you gotta have to remember that one. Not bad. <laughs> not great, but not bad. So I Oh, wow, Okay, you got me now. You have to go. You, you gotta go. You Eric, to definitely go. you have so to go. You have to go. If you or if your kids are into Star Wars, you have to find a way to get there. If you can only do one day, again, it's not inexpensive. I, I appreciate that, but find a way to get there, save for it, do what you have to. Absolutely worth it. One issue I did have is for, for Gen X Star Wars fans, or even for you know our parents maybe on the you know, back into the baby boomers who were into this stuff. No Luke Skywalker, no Princess Leia. Ah, it's the no, new movies. Like, it's eh? All but you have Chewie though. So Chewie's there, me. right? Okay. Kylo Ren. It's Ray. It's so no you, Darth even, huh? Not. No. You could, there was one character meet. Uh, he was thirty five minutes. I didn't <laughs> want. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. Kylo is easier to run into. Yes, and the stormtroopers. So, so there, you know, four, five, six. Those original, the original trilogy, not as well represented, if at all, which. Thought they could find some room for it. In By the, the way, Park, the stormtroopers right? do talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, they'll say anything. Yeah. Please pick up that Move trash. Along. The guy Move along. asked me if, uh, if I, he said he noted that he didn't see me at such and such meeting that I was supposed to be at. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> he's like well, we'll look for you next time. Okay. 8:55 on Wisconsin's morning news.
0: WTMJ, W277-CV, and WKTI-HD2 Milwaukee from the Annex Wealth Management Studios. This is News Radio WTMJ, a good karma brand station. Yeah.
1: And coming into you late, Steve, we were goofing off a lot today. I'm sorry. That's but right. You know, on a, on a snowstorm day, you got to goof off a little bit. You got to let the steam out. And by the way, I'm a big fan of George Michael, so thank you. Yeah, you got it. Um, Are you having fun today? We're going to have some fun. Some uh, fun. Actually, some baseball. Uh, Dominic Catroni is going to join us, talk about some of the big changes. I don't really
0: want to talk about the nuts and bolts of the Brewers. We all get wrapped in knots about that, tied up in knots. But the the changes are significant this year. Pitch clock, these games could be a half hour shorter.
1: Which would be amazing. Oh, sign me up as somebody who sat through like 18 inning games when I was a kid at the Old County Stadium. My dad today is one of the... Biggest baseball. I mean, he, he taught me to love the game. He was a Braves fan from back in the day, all that stuff. Gets the 20-game package every year and texts me on the way home. <laughs> yeah. These games are too damn long. <laughs> like, and he's got nothing else to You still don't want to be there till midnight. Yes, man. right. <laughs> We're going to have some fun with the snow, of course, and the weather. And then obviously we'll start with the uh, the big speech last night. That's all coming up. Steve Scafidi is next on WTMJ. And I thought, I'll see how big he is. So I tried to lift him up and it was heavy. I lifted him up and I see how big he was and my God. So I got on the phone and I called Sean Went, and I said, Sean, I need some help.